0: Welcome, everybody, to the All Focus and Grit podcast. My name is Jennifer Casey, and I am doing this podcast with my partners, Cody Fuller and Dusty Crenshaw. We're going to try something a little bit different for the next few weeks. I am going to hopefully bring in you weekly or several times a week updates on a few tips and ideas and things to get you prepared for roping in the new year in 2020 this is all in a lead up to our we're going to launch our new website in 2020 we already have a couple of exciting podcasts recorded that we i can't get wait to get to bring you guys in 2020 as well and we're right now in the process of developing our list of people of who we should interview so if you guys have any ideas of topics we should cover or people that we should interview let us know we would love your guys's input another thing that i hope to be doing in the month of december is bringing you some updates and hopefully maybe interviews from the winners of everything that's happening in vegas can you guys believe all that's going on in vegas this year last year was the first year that they had breakaway roping in any s- shape or form, in Las Vegas, you know. Last year they had um, the Last Chance qualifier for Rope for the Crown at the Plaza. Then um, Jackie Crawford's Rope for the Crown was on the first Saturday, and then the World's Richest Breakaway had the trailer open the second weekend. I want to say it was Friday or Saturday. Well, this year it's just amazing. You, um, not only the weekend, the week is kicked off. The first Thursday, um, that would be the fifth, I believe, for the World Series of Breakaway Roping in at the Henderson Saddle, I don't think it's Saddle Club, I want to say it's Saddle Association, so there's a warm-up rope in there, and an open roping, and then the next day on Friday at the Plaza is the last chance qualifier. It is, I want to say three and a short, um, Chris Neal is putting that on. It was an awesome rope in last year. Good setup, good cattle, and then the five people from that get to rope on Saturday. So they take 75. There's 75 open spots for the rope for the crown of Chris Neal and Jackie Crawford. Are putting it on on Saturday, and there's a ton of added money for that, the way I understand it. Um, so that's on Saturday. There's not much going on on Sunday. Sunday you have to get checked in for the Orleans rope on Monday. Did not know this until this last week. You have to have your horse's hip numbers painted on on checked in on Sunday. If you're gonna check in on Monday, it's only from seven to eight a.m. and it's by pre like prearranged only. If that makes sense. So then Monday and Tuesday night is. I think they said that they had 255 ropers. Everybody gets. Their first head on Monday night at 6 and then their second calf Tuesday night at 6 and then the top so many come back Wednesday and I don't fully I yes I am entered but I don't fully understand how that roping is working yet but I figure if you're in Vegas you might as well do it it's kind of like rolling some money rolling the dice at the craps table so anyway that'll be super fun and then as open breakaway ropers we can rope Thursday the next so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is the Orleans. Thursday is back at the Plaza. I want to say that's the day that they're having their open three or four D, a D format breakaway enter three times. I want to believe that's a one header and then on Fridays what they're considering their high stakes breakaway open at the Plaza. Those fees are $500 and I think it's three and a short. I'm not positive. So that is a full Thursday through Friday of roping in Vegas for us breakaway ropers so that's just amazing so that was pretty cool so hopefully we have some updates and stuff I can bring you from there on the podcast so anyway I just wanted to give you kind of a heads up and where we're at for all of everything that's been going on with this podcast we're pretty excited about plans for spring not only will we get the website launched get some new podcasts out to you guys we will be planning our future clinics as well. We had one last fall and it went amazing. We had 15 uh, women ropers that every one of them took away something from there, I, I believe. And it was just a positive experience for everybody. So that was a lot of fun. We hope to have more of those. Um, so the first thing I would like to talk about in our tips is practicing with a plan. I've been thinking about this and implementing a lot of this, and it's something that um, I've always done, but have been a lot more intentional about it in the last six weeks. And I found that it makes a huge difference because, as you guys know, what we, what we write down gets done, and what we measure gets better, right? Two core concepts that we all know so there's two things about practicing with a plan. First, you have to know when you're gonna practice, whether that's rope in the dummy, rope roping the sled, rope in the live cattle. I think I include that all in quote unquote when I say practice. So you have to plan when you're gonna practice, as in you need to write it on your calendar, right? So for me, I always, Sunday, Monday, somewhere in there, come up with what days I'm gonna get to rope, right? Um, For me and my time, I have to actually schedule it in, especially this time of year. We're all short on time and resources, AKA light, enough daylight to get to practice. I don't have an indoor place to practice. And you just cross your fingers that the weather works. So um, all things that have to be taken into fact. So you have to write it down and plan when you're gonna practice. And then um, you need to plan what you're going to work on. First off, you have to know how I recommend people do this and when I um, is that you have to kind of do a download or a review or a reflection or there's all so many catchy logo terms going on these days that you can use. But you have to know where you're at and know where you want to go, right? So first we're going to write it down and then you need to know where you're at so that you can make improvements on that um for some people that might be writing down you know what my fastest time this time of year we go to a lot of different jackpots um and so and maybe at the same for like for me for example in the indoor building in Walla Walla the score the cattle and the setup everything is generally quote unquote the same um so you can kind of have a idea of say um of where you're at and where you want to go as far as your times Um, so that's an easy way to measure progress Um, another thing is you know your personal best in this arena or something that you're going to go back to regularly Um, so you need to know where you're at write those things down and then you need to know what you need to work on to get better right you need to ask your friends, your family, your practice people—you know, your trusted people. Because if you don't, if you ask 20 people, you're going to get 20 different answers. So you need to have your core group of people that you visit with, and that you're going to come up with everything every time you rope, every time you practice, every time you set your foot in the arena. You're going to work on that one thing, and do not work on you and your horse in the same set of cattle. I'd probably say never in the same uh, practice. But sometimes that can't be helped, right? But you're going to rope this set of cattle and you're going to work on X, Y, or Z, right? Um, and, you know, I'm, are you going to work on getting your tip down, getting your rope started, your horse breaking to the pin, getting to the front of your saddle, making your horse cross over, making your horse track cattle. So I have a sheet, a, a practice journal that I use in the very first part of it. It says um, what, what, I plan to do so in that box I will write because usually I know like okay I'm going to rope six calves I'm gonna score two you know or whatever that is or I'm going to rope a set of cattle and most people that are getting to practice on a regular basis can write that stuff down right so you need to write down what you're going to do and then you're gonna write down what you're going to work on while you're doing that Um, and then you go and execute your practice right Take massive action, do the work, and then after the practices, you have to reflect and say, "Okay, yes, I did work on this. Oh, I, I went to work on. I was going to work on. For example, the other day, I was going to work on um, making my picking my horse's front up end up in the stop. But when I got there, he was a little jacked up in the buck, so we needed to work on that and scoring. So." And that's okay, you just have to, then you write that down, right? So that you're able to document and so you know what you're doing, right? So that then maybe the next time you come back that, to that, you're like, okay, he's good in the box now, he feels in my hand, I can go back to working on the other things I need to work on. So hopefully that kind of gives you an idea, right? So you're going to write down when you're gonna practice, so that it happens because if we don't write it down it doesn't happen you're gonna measure where you're at because everything that the only you only get better at things that you measure right um, that's just human nature it's how our brains work so hopefully that gives you an idea of how to practice with a plan and my ideas about what practicing with a plan means um, and I just think it's so so important that we are so consistent in in that every time We go to practice, we have a plan. So hopefully that gives you guys a tips and some ideas for this week. I would love your feedback and let me know how it goes. And we're just going to keep rocking this um, little variation of our podcast for the next few weeks. And then we'll get back to in 2020 to interviewing and stories and all the really fun stuff. I would love to do an episode on horsepower because I think we have some awesome uh, horses across the United States, states breakaway horses that we need to recognize. Um, And I would love to, love to do a few of those interviews because I think the horses are just so unique in our sport and what we ask them to do. So awesome. Well, you guys have a good day and I will talk to you later. Bye.